1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930. WBEN, two hours down, two hours to go. On this Friday, hope you're having a good start to your weekend or on the way to your weekend. Uh, Whatever your plans are, uh, hopefully you will enjoy them. And you won't be stupid. You'll be smart uh, getting home. Uh, We are talking about CPR and CPR training, AED training, your experience with CPR. Do you have a life-saving CPR story? Was your life saved by CPR? 8030930 star 930. That's the number to get on. Let's start in Williamsville with Nolan. Nolan, thanks for calling in and thanks for hanging on during the news.
3: Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I just wanted to kind of piggyback on what the last caller was saying. So I'm both uh, in the EMS service as well as an instructor for CPR. And she's kind of right. But also, people just need to know their kits because some kits do have a ready kit that comes with it that's got, uh, depending on the on the manufacturer, gloves, a pair of specialty scissors, some wipes, um, a mask in case you have to give them breath. So a lot of the newer units come with that stuff pre-attached, or you can buy a separate kit that kind of clips onto the bag
2: for your AED. Let me ask you, Nolan, you know, speaking of the scissors, is there, um, is there an instance where you don't have to use the scissors. Uh, Does an AED have to be uh, right on the skin, or can that be on top of a shirt?
3: It has to be directly uh, on the skin, but I mean, sometimes it's just, you know, pulling the shirt up, whatever's quick, you know, uh, however you have to bear the chest is, is, you know, do what you have to do.
2: Uh, Now, Nolan, you you obviously sound like you're trained. Have you ever had to use an AED or CPR?
3: Absolutely. Uh, Dozens of times throughout my career. Um, you know, I worked for a, an ambulance service for, for several years before I uh, moved into a different industry, and uh, my my partner and I were lucky enough to get a, a handful of successful saves uh, using good quality CPR and AEDs. Uh, there was a gentleman that I remember we, uh, we worked on uh, in the Riverside area, uh, found him down in, in his apartment and uh, started CPR, shocked him a few times. And by the time we got him uh, to Kenmore Mercy, he was already speaking with us, which, I mean, was just one of the more amazing things I've ever seen.
2: You know, to to, uh, to the topic of training, CPR training, in that instance, did you ever go to uh, to a call and someone had been doing CPR wrong? And, and, you know, an updated training would have really helped in that situation.
3: Unfortunately, it happens sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of misnomers and old information still out there, but at the end of the day, you know, Anything is better than nothing. Obviously, we want it done correctly, but if they can push hard and fast in the center of the chest and, and get a good depth and rate going, then, you know, it's, it's better than nothing for sure. But, you know, I, I would like for everybody to have the most up-to-date and correct information and, you know, make sure they're doing it the most way because that really does affect the outcomes of your patient.
2: Hey, Nolan Williamsville, really appreciate the call. Opens a line for you, eight zero three zero nine thirty star 930. And these are the questions that I think most people want answers to. Um, you know, okay, I'm going to get my training. What am I looking for in this training? What am I going to get out of this training? And, and you know, um, getting recertified every two years. I've talked to people uh, here who took the class that I should have taken. I wish I could go back in time and take it. Uh, who say, you know, I I don't feel comfortable if I – You know, right now I need to get recertified. Um, So, you know, I I think we just make this a regular thing. And again, just keep remembering, you know, what we saw on Monday. We saw someone's life saved thanks to proper use of CPR, proper use of AED. We saw that. We all saw it. We didn't know at the time that's what we were watching, but we all saw that on Monday. I really hope that this feeling we're having right now uh, leads... Leads to that. I think it's uh, again. I'll say what I said in the first uh, first hour. Someone made fun of me on the text board for it. That's fine, but I, I think it's an absolutely beautiful thing. I really do. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. Your CPR stories, uh, your CPR training stories, and you know uh, something that we've talked to a few of the callers about. But the 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 biggest mistake you've seen someone make when trying to administer CPR. Uh, I, I think that's also. Uh, one of the big questions, you know, the the seven steps of CPR, I think is like one of the first things you learn. And we did have a caller earlier go through this seven steps of CPR. You call 911 or ask someone to, you lay the person on their back, open the airway, check for breathing. If they're not breathing, start CPR, perform 30 chest compressions, perform two rescue breathes, repeat until an ambulance or AED arrives. Um, Josh, let me ask you, you're on the other side of the glass. I haven't asked you this question yet. Uh, have you been pushed or moved to go and get your CPR training after what we witnessed on Monday?
4: Well, I actually used to be CPR certified. Um, I was a junior firefighter um, in our local volunteer fire department when I was uh, between the ages of 14 and 16, with my dad being a volunteer fireman for about, I think, getting close to 40 years now. Uh, I was very like, yeah, I want to join in on this. So Part of that was we learned how to use an AED and we learned how to use CPR. Um, But that was many years ago. So I'm assuming like a certification of any kind is gone, but the muscle memory is still there. The knowledge is still there. Is it
2: though? Like, Do you think you'd feel comfortable? I
4: think, well, so you got to think about this. Like in that kind of situation, your instincts are going to kick in as well. And like that muscle memory of like a repressed memory that you can't like think of like on the spot when you're just sitting there is going to come back. I mean, we've seen people do miraculous things when adrenaline kicks in. You know what I mean. So I think if that if if worst came to worse and I had to do it without being certified or something like that, I think I'd be able to. You don't
2: think you'd, I, you'd forget something?
4: No, I, I I mean, there might be some sort of technical step, but the gist I'd get the general gist of it. And I, I obviously I obviously I want to get recertified, especially from this. And I've this made me start thinking, huh, you know. I'm no longer certified and it'd be might be a good idea to get certified because of something like this. So it's definitely pushed the thought into my mind and I think, you know, if I can get some time I would definitely take some action on it, but yeah, it's just I like I said, I just, you know, being around a lot of uh, life-saving people throughout my entire life pretty much cuz they're family members, my dad and just a lot of people I grew up around did this on a volunteer level. So it's kind of always been in my just realm, I guess you would say.
2: Let me, let me ask you this because this is, the, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but I would be worried that I'd forget exactly what to do because I look back uh, in middle school. I was in the geography B because I knew my geography very well. I don't think I'd be in the geography B today. You know what I mean? Like you do lose something that you haven't been going over regularly right i mean that that's just human nature you do lose some of those things yeah i i
4: see your point i i and like i said i i wouldn't be able to do it like perfectly step by step like to like like if i was if it was a situation where you know i'm, I'm being graded on like how perfect i can do it yeah i probably wouldn't be able to do it that well at all but i i feel like I I would hope, anyway, that some of that would come back, like I said, in that sort of fight-or-flight moment where your instincts kick in and the adrenaline's going. But I think... No, I get it. Like, I'm not saying I feel comfortable at all doing it, but I would more than happily try if if that was, you
2: know... I used to know all the words to the Macarena, right? I don't know all the words anymore. (laughs) But I can still do the dance. How many times did you have to listen to that song? But I can still do the dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh... Now, I don't want to go off topic here, but how many times did I look when I was at North Hornell Elementary School, we would dance the Macarena as warm-up for gym class. Ooh. That and surfing safari. That's we did dance, we, we did warm-up stretches to the Macarena and Surfing Safari. So how many times did I have to And my parents had the Macarena on a Club Hits uh cassette they had? Yes. My parents had a club hits cassette in '96. And that's we. I would listen to that cassette all the time with the Macarena and the dance version of "Where Have All the Cowboys Gone." I think I have our uh, musical bumps for the rest of the day planned out. Well, if you don't play Macarena at 4:30, I mean, and and we want the real Macarena, not the Macarena. I'll I'll play it. I'll show you which one at the uh, at the commercial. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. But that's where, like, once I learned this, and you know, people keep saying, "Joe, you're going to be a father soon. You know, go get your training." Once I learn this, I don't want to forget it. Like, I, I would want to be getting recertified. I'd want to know the right thing to do. I also want to know places that I'm regularly at. That's not proper English. I'm sorry. But places that I'm regularly at. I think that it actually is. Um, like, here at work. Um, and other places. I want to make sure that I know where the AED is and that it works. Right? I, I think, you know, we talked about after the storm. Hey, go make sure that your carbon monoxide alarm is working, that it's on. Well, I think also, hey, go and check the AED where you work or, you know, where you are. If there's an AED, go make sure it works. Go run a test. However that is, I don't know. I haven't been trained yet, but whatever that test is, go and run that test. 803-0930, starting at 30. Very interesting conversation. And again, I want to say, Really appreciate the phone calls uh, of people calling in. I know some of those calls not easy to do. Talking about um, you know you or a loved one, um, you know their life being saved and going through that uh, experience. I, I appreciate the calls. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. Your experience with CPR, either CPR training or performing CPR, having someone um, someone's life saved by CPR and AED. 8030930 star 930 is the number to get on. Uh, we'll continue taking these calls, but after traffic, um, I, I want to focus back on. An announcement that was made yesterday. My name is Joe Beamer. I am filling in for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Keep those uh, calls coming in, uh, CPR stories. We, uh, like I said, we will continue to take those calls. But I want to continue a discussion Brian Mazarowski and I had uh, this morning on BMAS and Beamer. A- and that is the talk of the neutral site game uh, that was announced from the NFL. Now, obviously, let's say the obvious part first. The most important thing is DeMar Hamlin's health. That's the most important thing. And as I started the show, the the uplifting news we've had in the last 24 hours is nothing short of amazing. Um, His recovery is incredible. We pray that his recovery continues. We pray that he is able to walk out of that hospital soon uh, soon enough. And and, you know, um, we just pray for continued recovery uh, for DeMar Hamlin. And like I said, him talking to the team today Uh, It's just it's and I hate to overuse the word amazing, but it's amazing. It really is. I mean, this is some incredible news. Um, And and to see this, I really think um, these positives we are getting in the last 24 hours um, is a big relief um, here in Western York and, and around the country. I mean, because this is. Uh, You know, we all saw this happen on Monday. We were all watching the game, saw this happen Monday, and uh, could not be happier with the progress that DeMar Hamlin has made. And again, the story of him addressing his teammates, nothing short of amazing. Um, But the NFL did make the announcement yesterday that um, if, you know, certain scenarios, the Buffalo Bills could be playing the AFC Championship at a neutral site. And I will go over those um, those scenarios. So, if Kansas City, Buffalo, and Baltimore win this week, a Buffalo-Kansas City game would be at a neutral site. If Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati win this week, the Kansas-Buffalo uh, AFC Championship would be at a neutral site. Now, if Las Vegas wins this week, and Buffalo wins, Buffalo would host the AFC Championship. Okay? If Las Vegas, New England, and Baltimore win, or Las Vegas, New England, and Cincinnati win. Buffalo, Kansas City could be at a neutral site. You get what I'm saying? Uh, I, I hope that's uh, that makes sense for you. I want to know at eight oh three oh nine thirty, star nine thirty. Where would you like to see a neutral site game between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs? Now again, I I I'll tell you this right now. My number one hope is for Demar Hamlin's continued recovery. Number two, I hope the Bills and Raiders both win this weekend. Because then we don't have to worry about a neutral site. If Las Vegas can win tomorrow at 4.30, we don't have to worry about a neutral site. And then this discussion's over. But, you know, Brian and I were throwing ideas out there. We had you at 3:09:30 throwing ideas. Where would you like to see a neutral site game? Now, I came into this with one mindset. And Brian kind of, uh, you know, reminded me that, that not everyone who has season tickets um, is probably going to go to the game if it's not at home. But, you know, I think of – and by the way, I have to say this. I love my wife. She already said that if the Bills are in the AFC Championship and it's a neutral site, that I can go. She already gave me – she already told me I could go. I mean, I, I, how lucky am I? Um, And, you know, I mean, one of the reasons, as we discussed earlier in the season, uh, one of the reasons I got season tickets was because I felt left out during the playoffs. That's why I went back, after two years off of season tickets, went back with season tickets. So I'd like to see a neutral site that is possible for me to get in the car and drive to the stadium. Now, again, I think Indianapolis, it's a fun city. It's kind of a boring stadium, you know, indoors, Eh, you know, whatever. Um, I think... If we're going to keep it NFL, and we talked about this during Beams and Beamer, if we're going to keep it NFL, I mean Bills Chiefs at Lambo, I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd be a good experience. A good experience to go and and uh, take in Lambo. Um, but I went in with this mindset that they could just do a huge college stadium and fit both teams' season ticket holders in that stadium and then some. You know, I was thinking Knoxville, Tennessee, Ohio State, Brian threw in Ann Arbor. So, I love that idea. Penn State, we know the Pagulas ties to Penn State, that might actually be doable. I also, as much as, you know, my dad loves the idea of Vegas, and of course, an excuse to go to Vegas... You know, we're all jumping in the car... Oh, on the plane. We're not jumping in the car. All jumping on the plane and going over there. Um, you know I mean, Vegas, I love the idea because of Vegas. Not so much because of the stadium. Because of Las Vegas, and it will just be a fun time. Uh, but, if it's not going to be Vegas, I would like something that would mimic the conditions... That you would get in either Buffalo or Kansas City. So maybe Knoxville. As much as I'd like to take in a Bills game. <laughs> in Knoxville, Tennessee. Maybe that's off the schedule. Maybe that's off the uh, the the, uh, the list. Penn State. Ann Arbor. Ohio State. Notre Dame Stadium. As much as I am not a fan of Notre Dame sports. Uh, I've been there twice to see Virginia Tech play Notre Dame. The fans couldn't have been nicer. And it is a fun. Around that stadium. It's a fun sports town. It is a fun little uh, area they have around that stadium. And you could say that's, you know, somewhat between Buffalo and Kansas City. I think that would be a fun road trip. I don't think you'd have any problem selling it out with Bills and, and Chiefs fans right down the middle. But what we, let, let's get creative here. Where would you like to see Buffalo-Kansas City potential AFC Championship game if it does go to a neutral site Where would you like to see it and why? 803-0930, star 930. No ideas off the table. It's Beamer in for Bowerly back after this.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?
4: the at-home listening audience, Joe Beamer was just dancing to the Macarena, yeah. and I really wish you could all have seen that. That was amazing, Joe. 10 out of 10.
2: How, how could you not dance to this? Let's, play, let's, let's get the first first. Let's remind people what the 90s were all about, okay? When the dip, they call me and the boys, they say And if you could, i take you home with me Move with me, chill with me And if you could, i take you home with me uh, I'm sorry, but I don't understand people who don't like the song. It's a fun little song. Oh, Josh. Keep it keep it up. Keep it up. I mean maybe not the maybe not the best song when we're talking about the message in the song, but it's a good song. I'm sorry. There was a time when this song came on and no one would stay in their chair. You know, I mean, there was a, again, there was also a time when you would play Psy and no one would stay in their chair either. And I think that song did not age well. The Macarena, I I don't know. That song comes on. I still want to dance. I might not want to do the the Macarena dance, but I I still want to get out of my chair. I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, ticking more and more people off. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star 930. That's the number to get on. Um, By the way, if you are on Dick Road in Depew, there is... Major police presence um, in front of uh, Tenton Kitchen on Dick Road in Depew. So if I were you, I would avoid that area. It it looks like the traffic is not able to go through. Um, There's heavy police activity. Um, Again, Dick Road in Depew. Uh, If you are in that area of Tenton Kitchen, um, again, you might just want to try to avoid that area for now. It doesn't look like cars are getting through. Uh, We'll try to get more information for you. 803-0930 star 930. If you have any information for our Alan Harris, you can text that in at 803-0930. We're talking about the neutral site game that uh, could be happening in the AFC Championship. Again, this is where it could be happening. Now, we have to see how this weekend plays out. Again, if Kansas City loses and the bills win, well, this is a huge waste of time. <laughs> um, but let's say Kansas City Buffalo, neutral site game, where would you like to see the game played? And, and we can be uh, we can be as creative as we want to be. Now as I said, my top choice is because again, I want I want the climate to match what it would be in Buffalo or Kansas City. So open air stadium. Colder temperatures, you know, I would go with an Ohio State. I would go with a Penn State, in Ann Arbor, even a Notre Dame. Now, we had a caller, uh, Josh, on line one. They dropped off, but they were saying no to Notre Dame. They didn't like the idea.
4: Well, they were saying Notre Dame is a dry stadium. I've been to Notre Dame Stadium. I don't think it is. It might be dry for college games, but I feel like if it's a NFL game. I was
2: there for a college game. We'll have to go back. Can you can can you look that up? I, I think I remember. Uh, oh no, I guess I guess I'm wrong. I don't remember that correctly. You're right. It is a dry stadium. Um, I, you know, and people say Indianapolis. I think like if if we just are honest, and Josh, you help me out here. I think it will be Indianapolis. Like I'd like to see one of these ideas of like an Ohio State, again, a Penn State, a place where you could get a good number of both teams' fans in the stadium. You know, these stadiums that seat 100,000-plus, and you could fit both fan bases in. Now, you've got to be honest with yourself. How many of these fan bases are going to travel? I think a lot of people will. You'll get a lot of people. But then you'll also have people that are very confident their team's going to win, and maybe they're saving up for the Super Bowl. Right, and they don't want to do back-to-back long trips in two out of the next three weeks. I I get that. I understand that. I probably will not be going to the Super Bowl unless I'm sent there by work, which probably won't happen. Um, So you know, my mindset is wherever the AFC Championship is played, I'm going to go. Right?
4: Why do you think it's going to be Indianapolis? Like, what's the what's the? It can't be Detroit because they're
2: they're switching out the turf. Indianapolis is almost the exact same distance from Buffalo to Kansas City. Um, and, the, the, and until SoFi Stadium, the NFL really liked using Indianapolis. Hmm. My problem with Indy is it's indoors. I want that late January weather you would get in KC or in Buffalo. What about Tennessee?
4: Tennessee's an option. Because that's like, I mean, it's, it's a little closer to Kansas City, but it's yes. still kind of in the middle. And I feel like, I feel like a lot of, I mean, Bills fans. I know I would love to go to Tennessee. I know a, a, I a lot too. of my friends that are Bills fans love going to Nashville. So, I think Bills fans would travel well there. You know, I think they'd travel better to Tennessee rather than Indianapolis. To be honest with you,
2: mm, I think the NFL's going to look at it in, in driving distance.
4: True. Right. And mm-hmm. and,
2: and don't get me wrong. I, I've driven to. Well, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking, I'm
4: thinking the destination as well because. Well, yeah. destination, Indiana- is Vegas.
2: Well, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, I if, guess, if we're going to think yeah. destination, let's go with my dad's idea and put it in Vegas, which I'm not a hundred percent against. That would be that'd be great with all the sports betting that's opened up now, too. Well, yeah, and remember this: the Bills played their first game in Vegas in front of no fans because it was during COVID. Oh yeah, I forgot about that against the Raiders. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't hate the Vegas idea, because I love Las Vegas, but if we're going to pick a a stadium that's between Kansas City and Buffalo, could could we pick one that's outdoors? I like the idea of playing in an outdoor stadium, because it's these two teams that play in outdoor stadiums. I mean, Tennessee's an outdoor stadium. In Nashville, though, it's not going to be the same as if it was in Kansas City or Buffalo. Right?
4: Right. Yeah, I guess you're right.
2: What about Pittsburgh? What's wrong with Pittsburgh? It's closer to Buffalo. Hmm. Indianapolis as much as it's kind of just that and it's a cool stadium don't get me wrong it's a cool stadium Indianapolis is a cool city I had a lot of fun my one day in Indianapolis on the way to Nashville um it's just kind of it's kind of boring like okay yeah Cincinnati
4: Cincinnati's an idea because they're they're also kind of in the middle they're a little closer to Buffalo but they're an outdoor stadium and that's a big-time football city. The Bengals are great right now, but I also don't know if the city would want to take on two football games, potentially.
2: Well, And you have to remember, they're going to announce this neutral site, and there is a scenario this weekend where Cincinnati could be in this neutral site discussion. Right,
4: right. So that's I mean if Cincinnati's not in the neutral site discussion then I think Cincinnati should be an option. But, but if, I think
2: they're going to announce it before the games complete this weekend. Right. So I, they're going to
4: pick someone that's not at all
2: As much in as the I scenario. love the creati- the creativity. Like I even uh, brought up Baton Rouge. I think that would be cool. And and LSU has hosted an NFL game, remember Nick Saban was with the Dolphins. Um and I believe now I said earlier it was a hurricane that was heading for Miami. That's wrong. I believe they played the Saints In Baton Rouge following Katrina. Um, And that was Nick Saban's return to LSU. Remember, he went from LSU to Miami and then to Alabama. uh, And that was his short stint in the NFL, which didn't go so well. Um, LSU, again, that's a good option. But if we're going to do outdoor stadium, I really love the idea of mimicking what the conditions would be like in KC and in Buffalo. I also like the idea of Lambeau Field. I, I think that's a historic field. The Packers will not be hosting, if they make the playoffs, any games. So you could get that field ready. And I think that would be a cool story.
4: What about Soldier Field in Chicago? That's another one right there. Yes, we talked about that as well. Soldier Field in Chicago. Because that's like, I mean, again, that's like the middle. Because there's like four stadiums you could draw a line that are like right in the middle of KC and Buffalo. Yeah,
2: I again, I know the NFL. I think I know the NFL. I think they're going to go with Indianapolis. Yeah, because
4: it's it's the, it's the indoor stadium. It's the safest option. Yeah,
2: but again, I think, thinking outside the box, one of these college stadiums, you know, as, as much as I thought the Ohio State fans were awful, the Tech fans, after we beat them in 2014, um, I think it's a cool stadium, and I think it'd be cool to see that place split in half with Kansas City and Buffalo fans. The same at Penn State. Um, again, that would be a little closer for Buffalo, so... Um, I think, that would be, I think that would just be a really cool story. And I think a lot of people would travel to that game for the story. But again, if we're going to be, you're right, the NFL will play it safe. Because they could also go with Cleveland, but thats that would be too close to Buffalo. That wouldn't really be a neutral site if it's Buffalo and Kansas City. But hey, guess what? Las Vegas can win this weekend and the game will be in Buffalo. And the Bills won't have to play next week. However, I think the Bills are probably going to play next week.
4: I did see a thing today: Jarrett Stidham, uh, Vegas' quarterback. Yes, where's number
2: three? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Interesting. I love it. I um, I just, I are you under the thought, the same thought as me that the Bills are probably going to play next weekend?
4: Oh yeah, I and I to be honest, before this this stuff happened with Demar Hamlin and everything. I didn't care if the if the Bills got the first round bye. I kinda wanted us to play yeah, You don't in get the first charged.
2: Round. You don't get charged on Monday for the wild card game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't mind. I, I don't mind the Bills having to play an extra game. And, and I do love the option that it could be Buffalo, New England again if the if if New England loses and the Jets Oh gosh, remind me of the teams that need you lose. The Jets I'm sorry, the Dolphins the Steelers and the Titans lose, because that would put yeah, because that would put the
4: Patriots in. Correct. Yes, even with a loss, and then you could beat up on them two games in a row. Oh man!
2: Because if the Patriots lose, but the Titans beat the Jaguars and the Dolphins and Steelers lose, Jacksonville's still in the playoffs over New England.
4: That would be great. Yeah, that would see. I've loved Jacksonville all year, and I just want. Them I just to want them to win, just for fun. Like, just for the story.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, rooting for Jacksonville tomorrow night. I'd like them to win the AFC South. But where, where if you could pick no, there's no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no limits. Pick any stadium in the country that you would like to see an NFL game played in. Where, where are you going? Let's go out of the country. Let's go to Canada. Give me give me a CFL stadium. You want a CFL? St- I said admin ten earlier to
4: Brian. That would I mean that would be something completely new and this very is very neutral. Very and this is also very not normal scenarios. Why yeah. not? Why not go completely out of the box and go to Canada?
2: Let, yeah, let's go play in Winnipeg where it'll be colder in Winnipeg than Buffalo or Kansas City. Exactly.
4: Yeah. <laughs> then and then everyone's at the same disadvantage <laughs> because no one's prepared for that much cold. No, but seriously though, I think it, I I really think I would pick Nashville. I would I would pick the so Titan Stadium.
2: Earlier today someone said Wyoming.
4: Oh. Not that that
2: but that would not be a neutral field. We all know. No, yeah. Um but so, uh, someone texted in Wyoming. Uh, Today, obviously, I said Lane Stadium in Blacksburg, Virginia, uh, because, you know, of course. Um, But if I could just throw anything out there, someone texted in and I thought this would be a good idea. Again, it it would give the advantage to Kansas City. But you, you think of that Middle America Stadium. How about Nebraska? Middle America Stadium. Never saw an NFL team play there. I think that would be that would never happen. I think that would be cool that would be cool because it's
4: really good like especially if they play in a college stadium could you imagine the publicity that college would get i mean yep. sure like places like ohio state and all of them they don't need publicity but a place like wyoming or a college in nebraska or like the like nebraska not just a random yep. college in nebraska they would get so much publicity and it it would be so good for them it'd be so good for the nfl i think a college stadium over an nfl stadium would almost be just a better, a better marketing on position. real grass.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, someone like had said this: uh, neutral site should be a stadium where neither team played this year. Well, Chicago would be out of the cards, but so would Indianapolis. So now that if you if you're talking about a stadium, I don't think that's how they're looking at it. But I get the texter's point. And you know, it is fun to think and get creative and think where they could go. But this texter is 100 percent correct. And texter, you're right. He goes back to reality, guys. Stadium must be NFL standards and equipped. They're right. I mean, as much as it's fun to think about playing somewhere else, the texters right, and again, that's why I default to. It's probably going to be an indie. But
4: what about a college stadium? Isn't NFL standard?
2: I think the NFL just wants something that they already know. They don't have to oh, go in there and okay. check.
4: I was just gonna. I, I I wasn't trying to be like that. It's just they have the same seating capacity, if not oh, more.
2: Nope. that's believe and- me. Brian and I spent an hour talking about that this morning. and and that was my whole argument was a stadium that could fit both fan bases in there, you know, fifty thousand plus of each fan base. Uh, but this textures this textures one hundred over hundred percent correct that the NFL is going to pick an NFL stadium. And as much fun as it is to to, you know get creative and stuff, at the end of the day, it's going to be Indianapolis. i I, I say that with almost no doubt because it can't be Detroit, because they decided they're going to change out their uh, turf at the end of the season, it's going to be Indianapolis. I'd be very surprised if that's not the stadium they picked. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. star 930 is the number to get on. When we come back, we can continue this conversation. I've got some other things I want to throw out there as well, um, I- including something uh, we talked about at the beginning of Beam as and Beamer, and that was an interview with Mitch Nowakowski um, and something he'd like to see done um, about the response to the blizzard of 22. I want to get your thoughts on that. 803 star 930. We'll continue to ask uh, where you think the neutral site game should be played, if it even happens. Because right now, there's no... Kansas City could lose tomorrow. Kansas City could lose in the divisional round, right? It could be in Buffalo. Um. So we'll, we'll take those call, uh, calls as well. eight zero three zero nine thirty star 930. It's Beamer on a Friday uh, happy to be with you. Happy to get the weekend started here at News Radio 930 WBEN. One hour to go. And when we come back, like I said, we'll replay that interview and we'll get your thoughts on lessons learned and how the city, the county, and the state can better their response to the next blizzard here on WBEN.